Hey everybody, this is a special midweek episode of the Weekly Sports Drop. This is episode 7. I want you guys to check this one out. Uh, this is a really good one. You don't want to miss it. Thanks. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. What is up, everybody? Good morning, good evening, good night. This is episode seven of the Weekly Sports Drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. Listen, guys, I got a really, really good show for you guys today. Um, we've got the Senior Vice President of First Round Management, Abraham Kawa, on the show. Uh, we I, I interviewed him a little while ago. We spoke all about what's going on with John Jones. So you kind of get firsthand knowledge from the source on John Bones Jones. And we get to let you know what's going on with him. This is an interview that you do not want to miss. I mean, we really get in-depth on the situation with John Jones, at least as, as far as we can, you know, without, without um, you know, talking too much about the process and how everything is going because we have to kind of let things play out. But you really get an idea as to what that camp is going through, what they're doing to, um, you know, kind of, kind of let everybody know that, you know, it, it's a big mistake and it's a big screw-up. And you'll get to hear how... He really, he really goes on and talks about how he feels about the whole situation. He's a great guy. Uh, he also represents some other guys in the NFL, and you'll get to hear it's uh, you know Ruben Foster and and David Njoku, Tease Tabor, uh, uh, Jermaine Grace, some guys that are in the in the NFL now, some fighters like Nico Valdez, and some other sports. I, I mean, first round management is an is a hell of an organization, hell of an agency. They represent some of the finest in the game, and they're great people. So I really want you guys to to hone in and and and, and listen. To to this uh, to this episode to this interview because you're definitely not going to one you're definitely not going to want to miss it and it, you're going to definitely enjoy this one a lot so stay tuned and here we go hey guys so now I'm joined by a very special guest he is the senior vice president for first round management uh, they um, represent guys uh, from MMA world from boxing some football and even some baseball uh, some notable players. Or well, actually, some notable notable fighters are uh, Yoel Romero. Yep. Um, some of the guys in the boxing world, like who? Who do you got on the boxing? Nico world? Valdez. Mm -hmm. We yeah. Okay, Nico Valdez, and obviously um, the ever famous John Jones, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, also, so on the football front, guys like Ruben Foster, David Njoku, Malcolm Lewis from the uh, Miami Dolphins. So a lot to talk about today, but we'll we'll get right back. We'll we'll get right into it right now with. Um, I guess I want to start off with probably the biggest news in the MMA world, right? A little yeah. mishap again with John Jones um, this uh, last couple of days. Talk a little bit about what's going on with that. I mean, whatever it is, obviously, that you guys um, can kind of say. I mean, I, I don't believe it. I know we spoke about this a little bit a couple of days ago. Um, I don't believe it. I think it's complete bullshit. I think it's, um, uh, it's, it's a shame that it's happening, uh, but it is what it is. Uh, dude, first off, thanks for uh, having me. I, uh, I'm glad to uh, be on the show with you uh, talking. It's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Usually my brother's the one that does most of the interviews yeah. <laughs> um, out there, and uh, I, I, I felt kind of honored to do this one. 
uh, why not? My first one being with you sounds pretty yeah, good. We, well, we got a little history. I know right? that's why. We're, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, but uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a busy couple of days. I can't you know uh, speak otherwise. I was actually with John on Monday, going into Tuesday. I was with him, and uh, you know this this news broke Tuesday after I left. So it was uh, you know it, it it shocked all of us. It, it's not something you know we expected. I can tell you that much. We we prepared this camp. We were very meticulous and in the uh, preparation for him, you know, just to avoid this type of thing from happening. And, uh, you know, the, the, the truth is I, I really want everybody to just kind of like take a step back and, and realize that we're all human at the end of the day. There's not, there's, if not, we'd be machines and, there, and you know, we'd blame, we'd blame the programmer for programming the machine that way. In this case, you know, he's human and, and we're human and there's going to be mistakes made, um, you know, everywhere and across the board. I, I just want everybody to like, just hold judgment on the guy, man. He's a human with emotions. This is a guy that, you know, he, he feels what you feel. When someone's bashing you, don't you feel bad or, or whatnot, you know? Um, if, if, anyone's, if anyone can feel that or, or empathize with that, those are the people that, you know, I'm, I'm reaching out to. The, the other ones that are just strictly looking at, you know, this guy as a, as a, as a fuck up or a mess up or whatever it may be, nothing he does is going to change their, their opinions. So, you know, for, for us, you know, we've got to follow the protocol. We've been down this line this road before I apologize uh, we just got to go down the protocol and we, and we will and we're, and we're probably the best people to do it we've, we've experienced this many times with other fighters and you know even fighters that aren't are aren't ours reach out to us because we've got the experience uh, with that so that's really you know in in terms of, of John and whatnot I'm, I'm 100% confident we're gonna come out of this okay um, he's gonna come out of it okay and probably with his ha with his hands raised again uh, you know there's there's, there's many different factors that come into play when it comes to these kind of tests, and I don't want to get into them because it, it's not it's, – it's all what-ifs at this point. So until we get more solid information, you know, I don't want to say more than that. Like, is that is that uh, understandable? That's word? perfect. Absolutely, man. I, I mean, I, I also think it's, it's a lot of knee-jerk reactions. I think people are quick to judge, like you said, quick to judge before – you know, they, they – they, they, it's cliche. I mean, they, they judge a book by its cover per se, but I mean, you read the story, understand everything, know what the hell is going on before you're quick to go on Twitter and spew some, some bullshit that, that really doesn't make sense. But, and then at the same time, want to be buddy, buddy with a guy like that. It, it, it doesn't make sense. And that, first of all, that hurts your image. That hurts your credibility on top of the fact that you don't know what the hell is going on. So if you don't really know what's going on, don't go out and, and, and don't go judging it. I understand that there's some history with some stuff in the past that's happened with but him. Let's be, but, but, let's but it be doesn't matter. But, but let's be honest with that history, right? I, I had this conversation with, with many people, and I always tell them the same thing. I go, the guy has never in his life purposely – like if you, if, you, if you get busted for conspiracy to commit murder, that means in your heart you wanted to go out there and do something negative to somebody. John Jones has never right. woken up premeditated, right? Basically. Premeditated. Yeah. John Jones has never woken up and said, "I'm gonna go cause harm to anyone outside of the people he fights in in the cage." That's the only time he has that thing. And even then, you know, it's it's not like that. If, if you understand the dynamic of John Jones, not many people do. So we we do see that part of it where everyone is like, "Oh, you know, the guy is is a is a, is a fuck up. He's this and he's that." And I'm just looking at them, looking at them like, "So you're telling me the guy woke up in the morning, said, i 'I'm gonna go fuck my life up today.'" Who thinks like that, dude? It's not. It's not. It's not a. Uh, it's not a, a real. It's not a real. Uh, you know, it's not reality. I should say. It's. Right. It's not because nobody does that. Nobody wakes up and says, "I'm gonna go fuck my day up today. Let me go do this and let me go do that." You know, uh, 
it's it's a, it's a sad situation. I am I am heated for John. Uh, I know my brother's heated for John. The organization, the camp, the nutritionist, everything we did, we did right this time. You know, like we made sure this, like for the best that we could to make sure that this could not happen again. You know, uh, John himself, John himself did everything he could to make sure this did not happen again. He relied on good people. He relied on, on, on good people around him, his good circle of people to, to make sure that this stuff would not happen. So, like I said, I'm 100% I'm sure that, you know, he's going to come up with his hand raised again. He usually does. And, and every time there's a, a situation, we, we, you know, we, we work through it. And we plan on doing that as well now. Look, honestly, I mean, I, I, not only that, but I've known you guys for a while, man. I know you guys are are good people. I know that sure. you do anything you can to make sure that you take care of your guys and represent them correctly. Um, on top of that, I, you know, with, with all the suspicions, with everything that was going on beforehand, I, I find it hard to believe, like you said, that John would wake up one morning and say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it again, or I'm going to do something that I'm not supposed to be doing to, to sabotage myself. It just doesn't make sense. Everything, put the pieces together. It's not making any sense. So what's going on? Obviously there's going on, there's, there's something going on, you know, uh, behind the scenes with, with UFC that, you know, it is what it is. Screw them. I get it. But you know, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it because we are witnessing, and I don't give a shit what anybody says, the best fighter that has ever put on a pair of gloves in UFC in MMA period. Um, you know, whether it's back in the day with Hoist Gracie and all these guys or, or now he's the best fighter that I've ever seen. And I was a fan of his before he was in UFC. Um, so it, it's disappointing. It is. But at the same time, I'm sure, like you said, he's going to rebound. He's going to get back on his feet and he's going to come back and, and continue to kick ass. I just, so. I just, I just think it's crazy if anybody thinks that that guy needs steroids to win, uh, the, the timeline of, of his, no, that's why I think it's everything. It's... It, to me, it is it is beyond me. I don't understand it. I think uh, people read, "Oh, Usada did this," and blah blah blah. And next thing you know, it's there. Um, if you look, if you look at the history of Usada as a whole, they don't really catch people that cheat. They have, and they have done it in the past. And I, I don't want to bash Usada on that end, but the majority of the people they catch are people that are taking supplements that become tainted, or a supplement that you know, or something that wrongly was ingested into the person's system. And you know, that's that's. That's a knock, but not a knock on on USADA because you know that's what they're they're there for. They're there right. to to detect when something is wrong in someone's system. But my my issue becomes is well you you can't you can't treat a person that is not cheating the same way you're treating a person that is cheating. Well, so would you say USADA is more reactive than they are proactive when it comes to to, to, to yes, stuff it, like this? Yeah, yes and no. So you know uh, they they do do a good job of trying to uh, of, of educating the fighters and educating uh, you know the, the Really, just the fighters. They, no one from USADA has ever reached out to me and said, "Hey, let me bring you in and show you what we, how, what the stuff we test for and whatnot." Right. I've got, I had to go do all this on my own through the, pro, the 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 given tools that they've given the fighters. I then go out and use. They've never once said to me, my team, anybody that we've worked with, any manager that I know has never gotten a formal invite to, "Hey, let's get together. We're going to teach. We're going to educate you guys because you guys speak to." Your clients probably on a daily basis. If right. they're good managers, they probably do or, or whatnot, you know? Well, if not right, daily, right. weekly, or, or whatever it may be. That's never right. happened. You know, in in you know, the NFL, you have the NFLPA, which pretty much everything runs through them. They regulate all that They shit. regulate all that right. stuff, you know. So there you you nothing hits the player before it goes through your representative or whatnot. And the reason why that's so important is because, you know, it's a player focuses on playing, a fighter focuses on fighting. Uh, you know, it's not this is not something that they, they should have to 
focus on wholeheartedly. They should be a part of it. They should be very well versed in it. And that's the issue. If I'm not well versed in it and they're looking at me to be like, well, okay, am I allowed to do this or am I not allowed to do this? That's a problem. And, and if I can't come to them and thank God I'm able to sit there and say, I'm probably one of the best people there is when it comes to USADA because I've dealt with so much of it going right. forward. I'm not an attorney. I'm not, you know, uh, that guy that's dealt with Olympic cases and all that. That's way above my pay grade. Sure. But in terms of actually knowing what a fighter can take or not take or, or where it's there, where it's not, I consider myself pretty knowledgeable because I've had to go through it so many times. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like a good sports agent does try it. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Trying. We, we do a good job. We try to <laughs> good man. Good. Uh, you know, we'll get away from the John Jones stuff at this point where it, it's kind of like, let's sit and wait and, and, and for, for all the cards to oh, be yeah. shown, right? To everybody's hand to yeah. be shown and, and, and kind of wait to see what's going on. So hopefully, you know, it's, it gets reversed as far as this, well, potential, uh, suspension or stripping or whatnot. Cause, uh, first of all, I don't think he deserves it. Second of all, I think he trained hard enough. I mean, just talking with you on it. Um, I know how you guys take care of you guys. So. Um, with that being said, we'll see what happens. We'll go from there. Uh, let's hold off to judgment, people. Please uh, don't don't kind of um, put the cart before the horse per se on this one. So I'm throwing out some massive cliches right now. Fantastic. Uh, let's uh, let's jump into. Levitar would be proud. Yeah, Levitar. Yeah, he would be proud, right? Levitar, if you're hearing, man, hot takes. All right. So check this out. Um, we got a big fight coming up this weekend. Some people consider it one of the biggest fights ever. Some people consider it an absolute dog and pony show, uh, a money grab. I'm, I'm leaning towards the money grab side because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge McGregor fan. Um, I, you know, I, I understand that they're both cocky sons, son of a bitches, but, and they're both fantastic at what they do. I, um, I want to hear what you think about this fight. I want to hear uh, what your take is on how you feel the boxing world, the MMA world is going to either benefit or it's going to end up screwing one or the other up. I, I personally believe that it, it's not going to do anything for UFC in a negative light if Conor loses, yeah. but I think it's going to completely taint boxing if Conor beats the shit out of Mayweather, which I don't see happening anyways, but you never know. That's why it's boxing. It's a puncher's, you know, everybody has a puncher's chance. So what, what's your take on this fight? So I think you hit it on the head when you said that, you know, it's boxing and everybody's got a puncher's chance. And if there's one guy that has a puncher's chance, it's Connor. He's shown it time and time again. His left hand is, is, uh, is impressive. You know, he, he touches chins and they go to sleep and people, you know, fall. The, the problem is, and this is where I have a hard time, you know, uh, going with the current flow, which is everybody betting on McGregor. And I'm like, well... Please keep betting on McGregor because I'm definitely going to take the, the odds on Mayweather. You're, you're helping me out here, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, Mayweather May, Mayweather's fought some of the hardest punchers you can name at his division. 24 former champions have all stood with him and have all failed at that respective sport, you know. So you've got to understand, Conor is is impressive in the MMA world, and impressive in the MMA world is is probably you know not doing him justice. He's he's done really really well. You know better than most people thought they would and they still doubt him i i doubt him in this in this and the only reason why i doubt him in this is because does he have a chance yes and i'll stick to that i'll say yes and i'll and i'll, and I'll be there and you know his his idea of i'm gonna knock him out in two or or, or four i think it, it went from four to two or two to four yeah. i don't remember he's, he's gone it's, back and forth wishful right? thinking of you I mean, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it in two. Right. It, it's going to happen in two if he does it, right? Uh, you're, you're better off going in there and, and you know, messing up Mayweather's timing because if you don't, Mayweather's going to figure out the timing and the distance, and then it's going to be boxing. And if you 
plan on boxing Mayweather, yeah. you better be one of a hell of a boxer. You're in trouble. I don't know that that Connor is at that level, and I don't think he is. And it's not a knock on Connor. It's it's you know you're taking a guy who's you know uh, really dived into boxing for maybe eight months, six months. I'm not really even sure how much you know it's been. Th that's not to say Connor can't all of a sudden show us that you know he can box. I, I don't think that that's you know not going to be the case. But what I do think is going to be the case is Mayweather's going to knock him out in six rounds. And I and I really believe. A, yeah. a lot of that is being a lot of that is me basing it on, you know, Nate Diaz hitting Connor and me seeing Connor get wobbled by Nate Diaz slapping him. It wasn't even a punch, it was a slap. And when you do that and then you add to the fact that, you know, people say Floyd hasn't knocked anybody out, but I would say this, he hasn't knocked anybody out recently. I think if you go back to his pretty boy uh days, he was knocking out people. It's not like he doesn't pack a punch. He does pack a punch. The problem is that he's choosing not to get hit. When he goes in there right. and throws, when he right. goes in there and throws, we see him connect. And and he did it against Cotto. He did it against uh, Maidana when he decided to actually throw with Maidana. And he hurts him. And he hurts him. And they hurt. If you if, if people are so convinced that Mayweather has pillow hands, go talk to the people that have lost <laughs> against him. Go look at their faces. It's not. It's not a. It's not a funny. It's not a fun sight to look at afterwards. So, so do you think that the the, the decision by uh, I don't know if it was the WBA or whoever it was, the boxing committee, to, to allow them to go from ten ounce gloves to eight ounce gloves, do you think is going to make a big difference? Because at the same time, in in UFC they're using what four ounce gloves. Four ounce gloves. Yeah. So lighter glove. You know, you, he, he, he tends to feel a punch a lot harder than maybe a 10-ounce or an 8-ounce glove. No? I, I You know better than I do on that. Mayweather's fought 8-ounce gloves his whole, his whole career prior to moving right. up in weight. So you gotta, we, we've got to, again, play this, play this to what it's given. It's not like Mayweather sitting here saying, oh, my God, I'm scared of 8-ounce gloves. Right. You know, everybody's believing that gives uh, Conor the advantage. I, I, I would say, yeah, it probably does give Conor an advantage, but it's not an advantage that's going to be overwhelming for Mayweather to say, well, hold on. I... At eight ounce gloves, usually my whole career before I moved up to 154 pounds or whatever it may be. When he fought at 154, you're not allowed. The, the commission doesn't allow you to fight right. at, at uh, uh, eight ounce gloves because it's your bigger people and it's going to be a harder blow. Right. And remember, a lot of people don't understand this. Also, in boxing, you have a standing eight count, ten count, whatever it may be. You know, you you can you got ten seconds to get back up and say I'm ready to go. In MMA, you get you get flash knocked out. You're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get jumped on top of, and right. it's gonna be a barrage of punches. You're gonna get put to sleep. Right. Usually, that's the way it goes. The ground and pound is, is way more vicious. In boxing, even if, in my opinion, even if Connor caught Floyd, I don't think he knocks him out cold. And I think the only way you beat Floyd is if you knock him out cold. We've seen Floyd get wobbled. We've seen Floyd get get hurt in fights. Right. You know what I mean? And by punchers like Shane Mosley, Zab Judah, uh, uh, Maidana, I've seen. I you see. When Mayweather gets hit, if it's right on the money, he still doesn't go to sleep. So my 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 thing is, does Connor beat Maidana? Does Connor beat Shane Mosley? Does Connor beat uh Okoto? Shane Mosley had a had a rocked rocked. Zab Judah put him on the mat. Yeah. Uh, so to me, to me, I think it's a it's a it's a way harder climb for Connor to go in there and say I'm gonna put. I'm going to do the unthinkable. And he's done the unthinkable on the MMA side of, sure. of, of things. He's done it. And he, at beating Aldo in 13 seconds to me was the eye-opener for me. That I went, whoa, this guy might just be what it's what it's all about. You know, because everybody had a training camp for that one. It's not like, you know, we can say that Aldo was underprepared or anything no. like that. He actually that. got hit on that. He got, he, he got, got and, and if you go back and you look at that, he got hit. I, I think if, this is, and it's not, 
you know, it's easy for us to play Monday morning quarterback every time something happens and say, well, what if this happened or, you know, da, da. I, I'm more on the lines of if Aldo legitimately fought the way Aldo fights, I don't know that McGregor stand up, stands up to Aldo's. And if he doesn't get hit with that, it's a, it might be a different fight. But he did get hit with but it. He did. And, Steve, and, and God bless Connor. You know what I mean? Chance. There right. And there, and there it is. So we're, we're counting on that to happen. That's lightning hitting twice. Yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? I, I, I find it hard to believe that it's going to happen. Can it happen? Of course, right? It's a fight. Sure. But I just find it hard to believe. I think uh, I think Mayweather comes out of this, I think, in six rounds. Um, well, I think stamina is going to play a big a big. Big, uh, I don't know that it goes 12 rounds. I think yeah, everybody's I, thinking. I don't, is like, I don't know. If I, don't know. I think rounds. I think this becomes a, a, a sparring uh, match for Mayweather. And whenever he decides to pour it on, he'll be able to. Uh, a lot of things that Mayweather does that Connor has never seen before. Uh, someone who can switch a stance and change his offense to defense almost yeah, uh, snap of a finger. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's something that you cannot train for. And it, a lot of a lot of fights, a lot of uh, boxers and whatnot. You bring in people to emulate what this guy can do. It's very hard to emulate what a Floyd Mayweather can do because not many people can do that. And what did Floyd do? Floyd went and got Zab Judah. What did Connor do? He went and got an amateur Irish boxer. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah, Malik, Malik, not, uh, but that was a that, 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 that was that was a joke. I don't I don't know that that was a, a you know real life testament of how good right. Connor is. You know I, I don't I don't know that. I, who cares? I, I honestly got. I say, who cares? I I look at it like his main training partner was an actual ex client of mine, and Deshaun Johnson, who's fat, fabulous. He just had he just hadn't he didn't get the the attention that he deserved, or, or like the, the nods, I should say, that he deserved. But he's a fabulous guy. Uh, Pacquiao used him for a uh, sparring partner as well okay. in preparation for Mayweather. But then I say to myself, so who did Mayweather use? Zab Judah. So now, if you're me, or or if you're Mayweather. Your sparring partner is Zab Judah. <laughs> I think I think you're, you're 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 pretty much in a better situation than using an amateur Irish guy yeah, or you know a one a one fight you know pro guy that you know is gonna go in there and try to emulate yeah, him. You know that that's my that that's my take on it. I, I don't. Again, this is not a, a knock on Connor. I just think no. it's like take you're taking the best of two different worlds, and you know he's he's stepping into the best in this ring, where. That's like, you know, it's, it's like me telling, since you are the Nobel Peace or you're the Nobel Prize winner in biochemistry, you're going to come and tell me how to all of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, write a book. Right. I was about to say. Yeah. That. You know, like so you, you can't do that. It's right. not going to happen. Even right. though you're the best, you're going to outright me. And I, and I just won the Nobel Prize for blah, 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 book or whatever, you know, English. And, Tough and task. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I just don't see that happening. Of course, there's a chance, but I just don't see that. One more question before we uh, before we wrap this up. Um, now, let's just say, all right, yeah, Mayweather wins a fight. Uh, can you see a rematch if it's a close fight, if it's something where it goes 12 rounds, or maybe even if, let's say, Connor beats him? Do you see a rematch? And also, can you see them going into the octagon? Because I'm, I'm of the belief that, yeah, Mayweather will beat McGregor in a ring, uh, but McGregor will beat the shit out of Mayweather a lot more in octagon than Mayweather would in the ring. I, I, I think it's it's is that a no brainer? I think it's no brainer that okay. you know if Mayweather walks into the octagon, he's probably gonna get his butt kicked. I think yeah. that's and I and I think he would get his butt kicked by guys uh, less less popular sure. than Connor in, sure. on that in that case. But you know, uh, back to the question at hand: Do I think if he makes it competitive, will there be a a rematch? Uh, honest to God, I don't think so. And I and the reason why I don't think so is because listening to Floyd, he's even though he's saying some things out there to, to lure people into buying the pay-per-view, there's some things that he's saying that are 100%, I believe, accurate. Uh, if there's one thing I could tell you being around the sport as long as I am, 
every fighter hates training camp, loves the fight. So with Floyd saying, man, I... That applies for all sports, uh, if you ask me. Th- isn't As it a baseball true? player, I used to hate uh, practicing. Just you wanted to go out there and pitch or, or play. play. right? Yeah, that's yeah. the way it goes. So, so I believe Floyd, 40 years old, mm. he is, his body, I mean, God bless him. He's, at, he's had a long, lustrous career where he's taking care of his body. He's been able to do it. But if you hear him in interviews, you hear him in what he's saying, he's saying he doesn't want to do this again. He, he came out of retirement... I believe because I don't think you have to train as hard for Connor. I think he realizes I stay, I, I get my heart rate up. I'm able to go 12 rounds. I win this anyways. I think that's that's the mentality right. that, that that he has. So even if it's close, which I don't foresee it being close, but it can be. And, you know, God bless if, if it does. I don't know that. Uh, first off, I don't think even if it's competitive, which I don't know. I don't I'm, see I'm, that either. I, I do not see it being okay. competitive, but we've got to play what ifs, right? So what if it's competitive? If it's competitive, will people want to watch a rematch? I mean, Maidana was competitive the first round, the first time. Did people want to see a rematch the second time? Yes and no, but it didn't do what the first one did, right? Like, right. It, or it wasn't as 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 good. So I don't know if that's gonna hold, you know, to where it happens. And then you've got to think that on on Connor's side, is he gonna want to rematch a guy that he just went twelve rounds with in boxing? That's Floyd. Well, he also did say he might just call it quits after this completely. I don't know that he does that. I, I want to I wanna believe that he's going to come back to the UFC and fight and actually do it, but you're talking about someone around $100 million, dude. I don't know if I would do, if I'd get punched in the face for, you know, keep getting punched in the face for anything less than that at that point. You know, like, yeah, yeah. why would you? And is Dana going to give him that money? No, Dana is not giving Connor $100 million. I don't care what right. anybody says. It's oh, no. not happening. You know, as a matter of fact, he's taking... Uh, you know, forty percent of his purse, I believe, on on this thing, and that was the deal that was worked out. And got and listen again. In in that case, I, you know, it's basically giving someone a finder's fee for get, finding you the fight, and you're saying here's forty percent for getting forty percent of three hundred million. Not three hundred of of, uh-huh. of the estimates is Connor's going to make a hundred, and I don't know if that's a hundred after he gives uh, Dana forty right. or before he gives Dana forty. Gotcha. So or the UFC, I should say, not just yes. Dana. It's it's UFC, right. but that's that's been factually stated. It's it's out there. I'm right. not I'm not making this up. Sure, sure. It's just been out there so and i'm not letting the cat out of the bag on that again it's out there Everybody on, on what on what record yeah right on what's out there so for you know for me for one of my fighters if you know they're let's say john fought anderson so not anderson Silva, uh roy jones jr in a, in a boxing match right we had that talk before uh anderson lost actually you know people don't understand this was a fight that was you know coming together uh way back when and if john made 30 40 50 million dollars on there you know what i mean is John gonna want to ever come back and fight again in the UFC? You don't make that kind of money in the UFC. You don't. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not there. I don't care what anybody says about Conor or whatnot. It's that that money is not there to be made in the UFC. It, it's not set up that way. You right. know what I mean? The, the, it's a completely different business model than it is in boxing. Sure. So if you do that with Roy Jones, and you know, let's say you put on a good performance with Roy, why would you go back to the octagon to fight? Now, some guys truly love mixed martial arts, and there's no amount of money that can actually, you know, keep them away from it. So that might play me into pay. But for me personally, I mean, I, I'm pretty much just doing a watch party because it's a great time to have everybody over. <laughs> and that's why I'm doing it. But I, I honestly, God, you know, for me, it's not, it, it's a spectacle. I pay for it anyways. But in terms of true boxing, I, I grew up on boxing. I, this is not a boxing match. This is a spectacle. This it is, is a, this a is Hulk grab. Hogan fighting, blah, 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 you know, yeah, or, yeah. or it's you a know. show. It's 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 all show. And it's God bless him. Uh, watch party at Abraham's house. I guess. <laughs> I, I'll give Invite you guys. I give you guys the address Invite on Instagram only. later. Special <laughs> special invitation. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool, man. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm still interested to see it. Obviously. Yeah, me too. Uh, because 
Why not? It's what not else are you going to do on, what, on what Saturday else? night on, in August when uh, school's in, you know? Yeah, you're not going to. There's really nothing else out I mean, there to watch. Is, yeah. It's good. It's good. I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens with the fight. Uh, uh, but like I said, uh, I just don't see it going too too long. I, the, I, un, the undercard might be more fun to watch. Than I, I, and and if, I were, if I were people in general and you want to be excited about boxing, I would definitely watch the undercard. I would not just wait for the main event. I would absolutely. That's To me, you see so much in, in there. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> that little laugh there that you heard at that that little at that moment at the end was because right when we were having that that conversation, John Jones was calling on the other line. So I thought it was just funny that we were talking about everything. We were kind of going over everything and and right at that moment he had to pick up the phone, talk to John. Hey, it, it's business. You got to take care of you guys. And that's what they do so well in uh, first round management. Uh, but we are going to close it up now here. So you can kind of hear uh, a little bit at the end and um, and we'll wrap it up. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, obviously, we hope to see uh, John Jones back in the ring really soon. And I'm pretty sure we will. So not too worried about that. I'm sure Abraham and the team are kicking ass at making sure everything goes good. So I'm sure we'll see him back in the ring soon. I want to thank him again, Abraham. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. First round management. Um, once I uh, start working out and throwing <laughs> some kicks again, I'm going to come see if he can represent me. What do you think, what do you think I'm, you're going to make? Listen, I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. No, no. Yeah, man. So all I got to do is now if I throw a kick right now, I'll pull my hamstring. Right, right, right. right. You know, or maybe my <laughs> growing or something. But uh, but if you're, if you're ever in the need for represent, representing a Taekwondo guy, and the Olympics, maybe you know something like that. Hey, I have, have Anthony Pettis. I mean, I don't know if he's okay or, or okay. whatnot. You know, aren't you guys working with a, uh, female? a female Taekwondo? Yeah, Valerie, uh, Valerie, Valerie Lareda, right? Yep. Okay, Te- Taekwondo is my thing, man. That's that's you know what your, I grew you know up your on. Stuff. You know your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she ever wants a sparring partner? You see, Ooh. see, I can be a sparring partner. I like I'm pretty her. good at it. Like I'm her. pretty good at it. So she's vicious, dude. I don't she, know, man. Is she based out of Miami? Yeah, she's a Miami girl. No kidding. So yeah. she'll know her who dad, I. Her she, dad is a very famous. Um, um, I'm sure some of the guys that I know, Teacher. that yeah. I know, have trained with him. Frank, but it, Master Frank. Master Frank, yeah. That's his, that's that's, that's her really, dad. yeah. No shit. Yeah, that's her dad. Good for her, man. That's awesome. I'm sure she's gonna know. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip out Choice Taekwondo and and my, my guys Tony and, <laughs> Tony and Mike that are on the uh, my cousins nice. Tony and Mike that are on the uh, podcast with me. Okay. They come from the same school, man. Choice Taekwondo. So I'm sure. Nice, I'm nice. sure she'll know. We should do this again. Like yeah. Maybe you know, make this a regular thing and. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm all about it. Once again, I want to thank him. Uh, guys, remember the fights uh, this weekend, Mayweather-McGregor. Go check that out. You can listen to this interview on uh, SoundCloud. You can follow us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. At Just search The Weekly Sports Drop. Also, you'll be able to uh, find the uh, link in my bio on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. My Instagram is uh, just search The Weekly Sports Drop as well. You'll be able to find us there. Please do us a favor and follow uh, also on Twitter, it's the it's at Sports Drop Jocks. So once again, Instagram is just search the Weekly Sports Shop. You'll be able to find me there. Click on the link in my bio; it'll be up. And also at Sports Drop Jocks on Twitter, and uh, this will be up uh, soon. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Peace. Peace. <laughs> It's empty and unapologetic.